0: This is the Agile Thoughts Podcast, and I'm Lance Kine.
1: Well, hi, I'm Troy. I'm, um, I'm a consultant in the metrics and the forecasting space. And I guess, you know, the question you always get is, how do you describe yourself to your mother So uh, when my mother was alive, she said, I don't know what you do. And at first I sort of said, I help people move post-it notes and avoid paper cuts, a la Kanban. Then I sort of said, what do I do now? I teach mathematics, simple mathematics to executives.
0: This is a series with Troy McGinnis, Man of Metrics. And today we have a special guest. Peter Minowski. I'm a technical coach, um, helping teams do things right. And I'm interested in how to achieve that balance of doing things right against doing the right thing and doing things sustainably and at quality. So I'm interested in Troy's way of approaching metrics. So, Troy, this might be an intervention for you. Let's, 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 let's step into this area. Yes, yes, get nervous now. <laughs> Palms are getting sweaty. So, I noticed you use Excel a lot. You have a lot of Excel. In fact, you have like free Excel sheets on your website for people to check out to measure certain things. Totally awesome tool. Maybe I'd say you're Excel ex- obsessed, by the way, but it, now... One of the things I observe with people who use Excel a lot is that it's, or or when I use Excel a lot, if I go really far into that world, I end up making a bunch of manual testing effort in order to try to work things out. So how do you keep the quality of those spreadsheets up without, do you have an automated test story here? What's going on?
1: (laughs) Yeah. So um, if you scroll down in some of the sheets, there's a hidden sheet of uh, unit tests Uh, built into the spreadsheet where I use the scenario manager. To set up scenarios of the inputs with a with a sort of a known output, uh, and the second thing is, is they're not as complex as they appear. Um, remember, Stack Overflow has an Excel formula workspace as well, right? So I didn't know that. So like the, the the stuff I'm doing is just as much clipboard copied as any other code that you would ever get, but you know the quality stays high because they are free and widely used as well. You know, a couple of simple things I do, I set up the scenario manager to at least do some basic tests to check as much as I can or that the inputs cause a certain output. I have to often sort of check manually the result, but like at least I have the test sort of managed, so scenario manager one, two, three, four, and five, and it will set up the inputs and I will go and check the outputs. Second thing I do is uh, Excel has the compatibility checker built in there, which tells you when you use formulas which are not compatible with some versions of Excel. And the biggest source I found historically of bugs in Excel is, at least emails you're going to get, (laughs) is when people have to put data in, it destroys the formulas. So one of the techniques I use is I indirectly look at the sheets wherever you put data in. I never code against a formula on a sheet which has a user entry in it. There's always a shadow sheet which just references cell A1, so it doesn't, a so 1 will never move, and it will never update a formula, So, and I code against those. Uh, but they're not bug-free, they're just, the, the number of spelling mistakes in the text outnumbers the number of <laughs> formula mistakes, I get that. Um, yeah, they, they don't go out untested by me, I use them every day. So I'm pretty much, if there is a defect in them, it just doesn't last long enough for you to see. But no, I have bad releases on these spreadsheets too. But they're um, they're not as complex as you think they are. Uh, that's the that's the point of it is is that uh, there's there uh, the formulas are pretty tame, and I keep them Excel 2010 compatible. So I'm sort of limited in what I can even want to achieve uh, in them. But I'm glad it looks like they're good. Well, you know, you
0: have two developers on the call here. So we're like, you know, at least when I'm looking at that, I'm like, holy smokes, how does he keep all that stuff working? Because I've worked with Excel and even in simple things, it's pretty soon I realized this number... Doesn't look right now, and then I discover you know dumb thing happened in the past. And but you have some pretty good tricks you just shared there. So so okay, I well, see. Well, I mean, the, some... the other thing
1: about them is, and the reason you don't see the bugs is anything that uses random numbers in actually its process. So and all of the Monte Carlo forecasting, you know, picks numbers at random. It would be impossible for you to spot one formula that was wrong. Because the random nature of it means that it's just all, it, 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 there's never a single answer that is right. So it just happens to be the defects I have mean that the errors are within the range that you think are acceptable. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've had a couple of errors, which I'm after five or six years. Wow. How could no one notice that? But uh, there's, they errors in spreadsheets are hard to spot i mean there's been a number of financial disasters based on uh forecasts that have been given to the sec and so forth which have turned out to be just typos in spreadsheets (laughs) Uh, and it's 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 an issue so all care no responsibility
0: Agile Grande teaches you systems thinking through dramatic storytelling, such as Carter takes a job to improve a logistics company's adaptability, but efforts to scale Agile practices are being blocked by Mr. Chernesky, a vice president who's organized the company into siloed pigeonholes in order to secretly make millions with a dark web shipping service. Carter's life is in danger, he goes underground, and a spy agency hunts for him. When Carter uses systems thinking, systems modeling, and organizational change to save his company and his life, you get to learn how to apply that to your organization as well. Get your free copy of Agile Grande at leanpub.com. Are you enjoying the episode so far? You know what would go with this episode really well? That would be some show notes. You've never heard of show notes? You know, if you're using a podcast player, they show up right inside of your podcast player for easy tapping. You just gotta scroll into it. Now, if you downloaded this from a website, Go back to that website and you will find on that webpage, the show notes, and there'll be links back to Troy's company, the link to Troy's repository of Excel spreadsheets for tracking metrics and all kinds of good stuff. So find those show notes and you will find that cool specific content. If you're enjoying this series and you're like my friend JT and you missed episode 167 which is the first episode that kicked off the series with Troy McGinnis go to your favorite search engine and type in Lancer Agile Thoughts Archive and you can find episode 167 there Next episode more Troy McGinnis So the
1: in this case one of the architect so it was like everyone in the team was saying yeah you go no no you go no you go you go tell her you go tell her and finally one of them sort of went in and said we're not going to get all the features done and the vp finally sort of said finally someone's told me we're not going to get something before it comes true before it just misses right